Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret and welcome once again to my show Journey into an Unknown World. Every week I try and think about something that I could do on the next show. So I kind of look to my clients, people who come on by, mention something that's going on in the world and that way I get stimulated to talk about something that you might be interested in. Well, Today, I started to focus on light. A lot of people have been working with healing throughout their lives, and people have used ultraviolet and infrared to help themselves get better. We've also seen therapies where people shine blue lights, green lights, laser lights, and so on, on their crown chakra. And those people have actually noticed a big difference in the way that they perceive themselves, the health of the body, and often the emotional mental conditioning of inner mindsets changes, transforms. So I thought I would talk about light in itself. In the Bible it says in the beginning there was light. Well of course we don't know what happened eons of time ago but in my book The Way to Oneness I was channeling Archangel Haniel who informed me that light was created by friction and friction was originally created by sound vibration and sound vibration resonates and of course when we think about a big black blob and we think about nothing there we perceive that big black blob as empty we don't really know what could be inside it because our eyes are sensitive to light but Eons of time ago, apparently, within the darkness were things that echoed energy, things that bumped into one another and created sound. And that sound produced friction that produced light. Now, I'm no scientist and I don't pretend to be the voice of authority, but I would like you to think of yourself now as being still. In other words, not moving, hardly breathing, just as still as you can be. And realize that the minute you decide to move, you are creating a vibration. Your arms may be moving air in the room without you even knowing it. You may nod your head and not think about that. But when you move your head, you are causing energy around you to shift and move. In the past, I've talked about auras and I've talked about how your five bodies are each generating energy at different speeds in different ways that allow you to become you as an independent person. 
But let's stop and think about ourselves more in the overview. Let's think about yourself being in the roof, say, of the mall and watching all the different people walking back and forth along the pathways of the mall. But instead of seeing them as human beings, you see them as refracted light. Lots of little jewels glittering, some lavender, some yellow, some white, some green, some blue, and so on. All those colors interact and mix with one another as each human passes by. And of course, when you're looking down watching these little lights flashing back and forth between the auras, you can see a transformation, a change in the way each person vibrates their light. Big step in dynamic consciousness. Take a deep breath and close your eyes for a minute. Feel yourself breathing. Acknowledge that as you breathe, your chest is rising and falling. However simple your breath, however minute your breath, your body is moving when you breathe. And that movement generates energy in you and around you. Now imagine yourself having someone walk into the room while you're sitting so still and quietly. You have something hiding you from that person, let's say a screen. Would they know you were there? Would they sense you hiding behind that screen? Well, the truth is, they'll only sense you if you generate more energy. Now, if you are in a panic and afraid that someone will see you there, then you might generate even greater light. And the person coming into the room, well, they may surely sense you. But if you're very, very still, if you hardly breathe, they may not feel your energy. They may not see your light within their own body, within their own vibration, and leave. And then, of course, you would feel safe. But what is safety? I often say to my students, do you feel safe today? And they'll look at me as though I'm a bit crazy. But actually, throughout the day, we go through ups and downs where our light, our energy dims. And during that time, we are questioning our existence and we're questioning the things we want to do next. In other words, we are in contemplation. And when we are quietly doing a little thing inside our brain, mixing up our emotions in some way to find answers, we are quietly shining our light. We are creating a beam. We are focusing on something we want to do next. Well, if someone's looking for your light, if someone is open to that beam of consciousness that you are generating, 
and your emotions are shining excitement, then a person will immediately be drawn to you. And of course, when two people come together, their lights mingle. And in that moment, they begin to share and they begin to understand that they are unifying. They are becoming one light. In romantic ways, we try to be one. We try to feel as though we are absolutely a part of that other person. Yet in spite of this, we always feel we are different. Maybe it's different in the way we perceive things. Maybe it's different in the way we do things. Or perhaps it's simply we have different interests. But whatever they are, whatever you're doing, at some time, in some way, you are generating a light and you are definitely attracting someone to you, rather like a moth is attracted to the light. Now, in practical terms, we have to eat. And every time we put food into our body, all the enzymes and parts of our body that need to work generate more energy. So, if you're full up, your body is busy working, breaking down all that food. And while it's working, you are generating even more light. In other words, you show the rest of the world that you are full and that you are satisfied with your meal. And at the same time, you generate all the emotions you have acquired throughout your life in association with every time you've had a meal. <laughs> I'm sure you never thought about yourself as generating light while you're eating. What about bathroom duties? Well, of course you're generating energy there too, but you have a little bit more privacy. But generally, someone on the other side of the wall may sense you and may know where you are, even if they don't know exactly what you're doing. We like to think that we're secret and that we're private and that nobody knows what's going on in our mind and our heart. But what about the light of your spirit? Have you ever thought to think how bright your spirit energy is? <laughs> Take a deep breath and while you're thinking about that, I'd like to remind you that you can contact me, Dr. Margaret, rvc at gmail.com. I'd also like to remind you that I do have a free healing meditation on my site www.drmargaretrvc.com Yes, www.drmargaretrvc.com Go there, get the free um, hypnosis by simply putting in your email so I know it's you and then practice and if you really like it let me know so I can do some more for you but let me come back to the light 
Let me come back to you as a light bearer. Let's go right back now to the womb. When your mother got pregnant with you, she was a light to herself. Her light was shining right into her womb. Her light was helping your baby self in its extreme infancy as a zygote to grow. In other words, she was nurturing you rather like a leaf is nurtured on the tree. And during that time, your mother generates a light out to the world and to the one is saying, I have a baby growing within me. It's a seed right now that needs generating. Is there anyone out there that would like to harmonize with me? Any promises I kept that would make someone come and be with me? I am open now. I'm ready to that joining. Well, at that moment, you, your spirit, radiating all your magnificence, the light and vibration of all that you are, comes to her. And in that moment, your spirits entwine. There is a light explosion. And in that time that two spirit entities unite, there is a vibration from that light that generates outward to all your friends and family. And in no time at all, someone will say to you, what's happened to you? You look different. Have you got a new boyfriend? Have you got pregnant? What's up with you? And of course, you may wonder, well, I haven't told anybody anything and I'm really not showing anything, so how could they possibly know? Well, the truth is, you can't hide your light under a tree. It radiates through the tree and out and beyond. And your spirit self, in its own way, will continue to vibrate no matter what the circumstances are. But let's get back to you, a small light, entering into the zygote, your mother's seed. And there, giving your consciousness to that seed for you to grow as a baby. That zygote is divided into three parts. Part that will be the placenta that connects you to your mother. Part that will be your brain. And part that will be your body. So let's go into a deeper sense of self, your brain. How do you know the things you know? Well, your spirit self is in your brain. It is the part of self that generates energy following the imprint of humanism, of mankind's form, to help you grow your body. And as you observe and watch yourself growing, so you, your spirit, will come and go. You may or may not desire to live in that body, but you will certainly share your light and share all that you know with the person that is pregnant who may or may not be your mother. Which brings up a big question. Why would a woman who is pregnant want to lose her baby? 
Well, there are dozens of reasons. The most important being that the light that each shines from a spiritual self is not in harmony, that one is a teacher to the other, that in some way each will learn through joining and separation to understand the power of their own light and the spiritual body that is simply made up of light. I know I'm reaching out here to push something new into your mind and I can hear many pro-life, pro-choice, pro-spirit people having arguments, which is why I wrote the book of that name, Pro-Life, Pro-Choice, Pro-Spirit, which is available on Amazon for you to download or to buy a copy. In that book, I talk about how people's ideas cause others to suffer and how in the spirit world we already know what's going to happen anyway. But coming back to this natal consciousness of unity, of two spirit beings coming together and harmonizing in light, I would point out to you that the parallels of growth in the universe are no different. That when two things of like attraction come together and interact in some way, whether it is an explosion or a bonding and, sh and uniting, gelling together as it were, there is a creation of energy and a transformation of that form into light. So let's think about light. Every day of your life, you need the light to see your way in the world. If it gets dark, you need a candle to light your way. In our modern times, we have lots of electric lights. In fact, cities in the Western world are full of lights. But what would it be like if we had a blackout? How would you like to walk at night in the dark? Would you be afraid? Or would you say to yourself, I have the ability within to tap into my spirit self and generate enough light within me to sense if anything is coming close, to feel if there is likely to be some kind of reaction in my aura that tells me someone is nearby. Long ago, when mankind had no electricity, in fact, even before fire, there was only a desire to be active during the day. But if something strange were to happen, then each form, whether it be human or animal, would be immediately sensitive to the auric light emanation friction that would be happening within their auras. And so every being was aware of the presence of another. Today we've forgotten how to be aware of the presence of one another. We've also forgotten how to honor and respect one another. If you were to live in a temple high up in the mountains, away from 
city life, you might begin to understand how dark the night really is, especially when the moon is hidden. Yet we still have bright stars in the sky that tell us what time of day it is or what time of night it is according to where we are in the world. We have modern technology that tells us we don't have to stop and look at the stars anymore. We know where we are because we have equipment that tells us. But what would you do if you were in pitch dark in Tibet and you had to find your way out of the temple and down the pathway to find a convenient place to relieve yourself? Would you be afraid? Or would you use your instinct, your intuition, to feel light beings around you sending you a vibration that is causing you a friction in some way? It's a natural instinct to feel other people. But what you're really doing is feeling the disturbance in your aura. So next time you go shopping to the mall and you're standing in line with someone next to you, notice if you get hot and sweaty and feel uncomfortable. If you do, then know that your aura is mixing with someone else's aura and you're not finding unity. You're finding discord. And that discord generates a tremendous amount of healing energy either to you both or to someone else who is nearby who needs it. You see, we are all entwined. When we are close, our energy bonds, our lights bond. We are, as it were, one being. But our conscious mind is trained to believe ourselves independent, self-important. In fact, many people believe themselves to have to be in control and to see everything as a result of who they are. Not realizing that the effect they have on others can be very subtle and often quite different from the way they perceive themselves to be. So is the strong man really strong? Or is he weak underneath? Is the woman who's ready to marry, fall in love, really ready to serve and please? Or is she waiting to be taken care of because of her material demands? Whatever our ideas are, we all think we know what's going to happen next. And immediately something does happen, we often feel disturbed. The reason we feel disturbed is because energy has come into our aura, it has caused our light to swirl or to shrink, and in that moment we feel threatened. I'd like you to take a deep breath right now and just see how calm you feel. You can close your eyes if you want to. But remember that whatever you're doing, the first lesson is to know your own energy and to know your own light. Do you want to fidget? Fuss about? Do you feel like you want to stop immediately that you start? Do you think that someone will come in the door and disturb you? 
Do you think that whatever is going to happen to you next may be scary? Or are you actually saying to yourself that things will be better, that things will improve any moment, and then immediately wonder what that thing will be, or things will be, and then panic? I myself have been watching myself over the last two months going through hot and cold flashes. I asked spirit guides why, and they said to me, you're not working on healing your physical or etheric body. You're actually working on healing your spirit body. Immediately I laughed and said I hadn't thought of that. And now here I am about to share that with you. In the first time of bonding with your mother during the growth of the zygote, you learned to program your body with one of the soul fears. Soul fears of known, unknown, separation, assimilation, and love. Well, of course, which one have you chosen to work with? Perhaps you know, perhaps you don't. But whatever you have done, wherever you go, whatever you do, there is always going to be this soul fear nagging at the core of your being, saying, how are you today? Are you generating a good light or a little fuzzy, sparky thing that keeps going out? When I was a child, I used to look at sparklers. I loved them. I thought they were really pretty. They just kept popping and popping a little light. I would like you to now think of yourself as a sparkler, generating lots of little lights. Those little lights have a lot to do with the way you think and the way you feel. If you're telling yourself, hey, I don't think I'll do well at work today, then you are sending out a little puff and a little explosion and someone can see it. And if you are then thinking, well, when I get to work, I'll decide to do something with someone else instead, there's another little puff. So every thought, every word, every emotion that you have generates a little light. And in the analogy, yes, you look like a sparkler. Again, I want to remind you that you can contact me by writing to me, Dr. Margaret, rvc at gmail.com. RVC stands for Rogers Van Koops, in case you didn't know. If you have a question, I'll be happy to answer it for you. I always answer all my mail. But let me get back to the idea of you looking like a sparkler. How would you like to look like golden rain? Beautiful energy that's golden that sparks out all around you and falls down onto the ground where it is regenerated and in its own way refuels you so that you can keep showering the world with your golden light and all the thoughts and all the feelings 
that you have ever created. Isn't that a wonderful idea? Close your eyes and now visualize all these little golden sparks of energy flying out from you in all directions, generating the good aspects of your true being, helping you to mingle, mix, socialize with anyone and everyone who wants to be friends with you. You can do this on your own and you can spend a long time thinking about yourself as this light being generating energy that is a golden ray appearance. Little lines, little dashes, little dots, little explosions and anything else you can imagine. And when you've done that, you might like to think of yourself the colors of the rainbow, the amalgamation of the soft colors, mother of pearl looks, lavenders, blues, greens, pinks, and on and on. And if you don't have any imagination, then perhaps you'd like to go to a paint shop and get yourself some swatches and look at those colors so that you have them in your mind and then go back and meditate. Just shut your eyes like we did earlier and just think of those colors and know that whatever color you think of, it will cause a shift in your energy. It will generate your light force. It will help you to rejuvenate and revitalize your physical body as well as to shift your consciousness into an awareness that what was is now past and what is to come is inviting, enticing and enjoyable. Whenever I'm doing healing with anyone, I always think first about my spirit self and my own light. I think about how as I stand next to a person, my light is over their aura. Their aura is mixing with mine. And as I do that, I gently ask the oneness spirit guides to bring their light and add it to ours. I also ask for all negativity that has been acquired through the day or through a life to be sent into the ground. After all, we have to get negative energy transformed by Mother Earth into light again. And who does it better but the energy of Gaia, the energy of the Earth. So become aware that the oneness incorporates not only the light of the Spirit but also the light of the Earth. You live upon the Earth, you are a part of the Earth and therefore you are refueled by the Earth by its food, by the sun, by the rain, by the wind. Every part of it is a part of you as you are a part of it. Appreciate the world that you live on. Appreciate the trees, the flowers, the mountains, the birds, the bees and all the animals that survive and live around you. Be kind to them, love them feed them, 
nurture them. Remember that we all dwell on this planet as one and in that connection are connected to the oneness and are a part of the eternal God flow of energy that is light. Again, remember to go to drmargaretrvc.com and get your healing meditation to help yourself. And if you're really, really interested in all of my written works, then please go to amazon.com where you can download my books or you can buy a hard copy. Whatever you need, I hope I help you gain some solace, some understanding, some peace in some way. I want to thank you for listening to this show and ask you to share it with as many people as you think fit or might need it. In fact, all my shows can be downloaded from iTunes for free. I make a point of making these shows available for anyone who needs help. So please pass the message on. If you know someone who needs help, who by listening to my shows will receive that help, then you and I have done a good thing that day. So until we meet again, remember, your aura is bright. You are light. People who interact with you do create fiction, and friction creates more light, and more lights generate more health, and more health equals a longer life. So until we meet again, stay well, stay happy. Blessings.